0: Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Hi there and welcome back to AudioPie's series for your GCSE English Language Exam. In the last podcast, we looked at different ways of memorising spellings. Today, we're going to move on to grammar and pronunciation in your writing. But before that... Oh yeah, I haven't forgotten. At the end of the last podcast, we gave you two words to memorise using a rhyme or picture. So the first one was accommodation. I'll give you 10 seconds now to write it or say each letter. OK, let's see if you're right. Accommodation is spelled A-C-C-O-M-M-O-D-A-T-I-O-N. Did you get it?
1: And the second word was business. Here's another ten seconds to write it down or say the letters out loud. Ready? Here's the spelling. B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. Did you get them both right? If so, give yourself a big pat on the back. Good job.
0: And if you didn't remember, it might be worth trying a different memorising method at the end of this podcast. Some of us learn better with pictures and others with words. So you just need to work out which you prefer. Now onto some grammar, which I know is everybody's favourite word. When I was at school, it used to make my skin crawl. Now, though I love it because it's great fun to play around with, it can be really powerful to create extra meaning in your writing without even changing the words.
1: Whoa, whoa, why are you speaking like that? I barely got a word. Uh
0: Aha, I was showing you what it's like if you have a piece of writing without any full stops, commas or colons.
1: Ah yes, it was impossible to follow.
0: That's my point. When we speak, we pause and we emphasise bits. So why wouldn't we do the same when writing? We do. Indeed. The first one is the full stop. We use full stops to end a sentence. What's important when writing is to be clear. The longer your sentence is, the more complicated it becomes and the reader can get lost. So keep them short.
1: Not two words long short, but more than two lines would definitely be confusing.
0: Yes. It can also be very tempting to put in commas instead of full stops. Take this sentence, for example. It has a comma in the middle. The bull ran towards me. I started running. However, it should actually be a full stop, because it contains two complete sentences. The bull ran towards me, full stop, I started running.
1: Or you could use a joining word instead, like... The bull ran towards me and I started running. Read both sentences. The bull ran towards me, I started running. Or... The bull ran towards me and I started running. For me, the first one is more powerful. Having the two separate sentences creates a sense of tension and panic. The longer second sentence seems calmer. So your punctuation gives the action in your writing a different feel. Play around with it, you can toy with your reader's emotions.
0: We also use commas when we write lists. Let's say, the dress she was wearing was long, silver and elegant. We put a comma between long and silver to show a pause, which we naturally do when we're speaking.
1: Think about everything you've got to do tomorrow. Say it out loud. Did you pause slightly between each thing? See, it's what we do without even thinking about it. So we're just recreating that on paper.
0: Commas can also change the meaning of a sentence. Listen to this one I saw on a blog the other day. Stop eating rubbish
1: kids. (laughs) Excuse me?
0: I know, shocking. But I'm pretty sure it was a case of bad grammar rather than a bad person. What should have been written is, Stop eating rubbish, kids. So instead of telling us to stop eating rubbish kids, the blogger was telling kids to stop eating rubbish.
1: And there's the importance of the comma. A small yet mighty bit of grammar.
0: And now onto the apostrophe. You know what? There's nothing that gets me angrier than seeing apostrophes misused. And it happens all the time.
1: That's very true. The classic example is... The shop is open Mondays to Fridays. You often see the Mondays and Fridays with an apostrophe before the S.
0: We have to think here. What's an apostrophe for? Two reasons. One, to show possession. For example... John's bag. The bag belongs to John, so there's an apostrophe between John
1: and the S. The second reason for an apostrophe is to replace a letter. You know when we write wasn't as a contraction of was not, then we get rid of the O in not and put an apostrophe there instead.
0: So with this in mind, when you see the sign Mondays to Fridays, is it possession?
1: No, because the days of the week don't belong to anyone.
0: And do the apostrophes replace any letters? Nope. So, there shouldn't be an apostrophe. So many people put an apostrophe when a word is plural, like in this example. The shop is open all Mondays to Fridays. But we don't use apostrophes for plurals, so check your writing for any unwanted ones.
1: Next time you go out, look at signs and see if you can spot this mistake. Trust me, there's a lot out there.
0: Oh yes, there are. There's a few other things we need to talk about in grammar, so we'll save it for the next podcast. So, a quick roundup: Keep your sentences shorter than two lines and divide them with full stops. Don't use commas instead of a full
1: stop. As with our unfortunate blogger telling us not to eat rubbish children, be careful where you use your commas as they can completely change the meaning of a sentence.
0: Use apostrophes to show possession when something belongs to someone and contraction when we change is not for isn't. Don't use them for plurals.
1: It's a good idea to go back through your work and look at your commas and apostrophes. Change your commas for full stops where you can. It can change the feeling of your writing. As you heard with our example of the bull running towards us, the shorter sentence made it feel more jumpy and panicky.
0: And finally, the next two words for your spelling list. The first one is conscious, which is spelt C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S.
1: And the second is disguise, which is D-I-S-G-U-I-S-E.
0: Try out new methods to memorise the spelling if you want, or stick to the ones you used before if they worked for you. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.